This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And we're back, and I'm so glad that you have joined for another episode of Walking Free. And today, uh, we have a special guest, and you know, with Grace Ministries, we do a lot of things, uh, but it's mainly focused around the ideas of counseling and training. And our mission statement is helping people walk free. That's the very short version of it, helping people walk free. Our vision is millions, not thousands. We've done the thousands. We've been around for 40 years. Our vision is millions of men, women, and families here and around the world, walking free. That's what we want, by God's grace. And there are some things at Grace Ministries that um, are tangled that we really don't touch. We touch a lot of life-controlling issues, but there are a few things that we like to partner with experts on. And one of those areas is in the area of finances. And we are happy and thrilled to partner with Storing Treasures and the head honcho there, Mike Haswell. Mike, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Vernon. Appreciate it. And Mike uh, and his son, Tyler, have, um, they are, uh, I consider them the gurus if you want Finances with a Grace Foundation. And that's rare uh, in, well, first, of course, in the secular world, it's not existent. Mm -hmm. But in the Christian world, having someone that, uh, and a team that understands the complexities of finance, coupled with the message of grace, that is rare. So, Mike, can you first tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and then how Storing Treasures came to be? Sure. Thanks, Vernon. And um, thanks so much for that, that introduction. Uh, you know, I'm thrilled to be here and to have always appreciated the, the connection with Grace Ministries. And, um, and you're right. Um, you know, one of the things that is so important is that you know finances isn't about X's and O's; it's about stewardship, and um, and and that's a, a clear area that we want to focus on. You know, my uh, my background uh, is kind of unique in that um, you know I actually grew up in, in Maryland, uh, single mom myself, my brother, my sister. So we really struggled with money um, throughout most of my. Um, life growing up as a teenager never was enough, always a struggle to get child support. Uh, so I developed a, uh, I would say a, a yearning to want to help people not have to go through a lot of the things that, that I did. Um, and so when I got to college, you know, graduated, um, I'm married, my wife and I, Tanya, have uh, been married now almost 30 years. I really wanted to help people with money and the management of money. And I learned as much as I could about 
you know, what that entailed and tried to set something up, a plan up that would work, you know, for me that I could teach other people. And I joined uh, Crown Financial Ministries back then, Christian Financial Concepts. Uh, some of you may remember Larry Burkett was uh, a oh, huge, yeah. huge um, uh, factor in my life, helping me understand not just the X's and O's, but the grace, the grace, you know, importance of that, what stewardship was all about. And it's amazing all that he you know, brought to uh, brought to really to uh, those of us as Christians, and um, you know when I did the sat down with people over probably a ten year period, I would we would my wife and I moved quite a bit when when after we got married with my job, and so I would kind of set up shop and help people volunteer coaching, and you know Vernon, one of the things that that I, I noticed was I, I didn't have the level of impact that I thought I would. And I, you know, I, I didn't, I felt that I wasn't really reaching people in a way that, um, that was really helping them move forward with their finances. I mean, some people that were kind of wired like me, that was easy, right? They, we all, we thought and behaved the same way, but uh, those people that weren't wired like me, I, I wasn't able to help. And over a period of time, I did this, this, um, I would say a calling really was, there's got to be another way to help people understand who they are and how this can work for them. It was just a thought, but that's really like what began my, my journey into this whole uh, Story and Treasures ministry. It really, your Story and Treasures was birthed out of years and years of helping couples, helping individuals uh, understand the complexities of money and how that impacted their individual life, their relationships, all of that. And did it, were you doing this, um, I guess, when you started? Was this something you just did as your own personal ministry, working with folks? You said you mentioned you had a job. And that job mm-hmm. moved you around a lot. It was. It was uh, completely volunteer and uh, one-on-one coaching with with families and with, uh, with those that were single. And and over the years, we we lived in uh, Nashville, up in Hartford, Connecticut, and and back here in Atlanta, which is where we've been for the past twenty years. And uh, and and so that that was really the the overall goal was to sit down with people one-on-one. But that's really what birthed that is uh, this volunteer coaching. Uh, it was great information. I mean, Christian Financial Concepts, Crown Financial Ministries, w- what wonderful, you know, just godly men who helped me understand what stewardship was all about. And that part, talking through that part was the easy part from the standpoint of the Bible is, you know, talks about money more than it does any other topic, thousands of times. But it was the connection piece that I felt was really missing, that, that part that, that, that helped me be able to, 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 to help people beyond you know, the X's and O's, uh, really, but understand themselves and their spouse better. So, and that's really what birthed uh, the Storing Treasures ministry. Well, in all of your many years, of experience, what would you say are the most challenging demographics that you've had to work with in terms of married 
uh, single, older, younger, men, women? Is there a, uh, what are some of the challenges, maybe a better question, unique to those uh, demographics? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And it's, um, you know, the, the, the most challenging is obviously the, the couple or the individual that either is out of work or obviously has a limited income because there's, there's, a, there's a limited amount that they, that they feel that they can do to move themselves forward financially. And that can cut across all spectrums. What I have found is that you would think that the single, you know, parent making forty thousand dollars a year is doing substantially, you know, worse, quote unquote, than the married couple making one hundred thousand dollars a year. But that's not true. Uh, many times, uh, what I have found is the more money you make, the more uh, challenges and debt you get into. Uh, it really goes back to not how much you make, but, but what, how you steward that. And, um, and it's funny you said that I I was working with someone, um, who said that their, uh, one of their top accomplishments, uh, and, and they're just uh, this season in life, just making nothing really. Mm -hmm. And they had $26 to spend. And they spent and they went to Walmart and stretched that $26 to buy what they needed for the week Mm -hmm. to survive. And that was the, and you think $26, you know, some people will just blow that on a drink. (laughs) And yet Mm -hmm. their accomplishment, they were able to stretch that for what they needed for that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're, I, I, I so agree, uh, with that. It's, uh, the one making, when you make a lot of money, well, there's probably a lot of expenses and you're not, uh, stewarding that money very well in many mm-hmm. cases. That's true. And, uh, and, and so that, that, uh, myth that, you know, it's all about the income, of course, the income is important. I mean, I, I'm not suggesting that, that it, that it's not. But I, what I am suggesting is, um, and, I, and I tell my kids this all the time, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Uh, and really, it's what you're able to steward back into the, into the kingdom um, by really focusing in on uh, not overspending, but on what does stewardship really look like? And, uh, and, I, and I would say, so to your question about the challenges, really, it comes back to the challenges of helping people understand what stewardship is all about. And then the, uh, the challenge of actively looking for and growing yourself with your spouse, if you're married, relationally. That's a huge challenge. I mean, talking about money is difficult enough, but when you come from two different backgrounds, two different uh, you know, income levels, some parents talk about it, some don't, and you're a thrust together and you're you know, married and even when you're dating, it may or may not even have come up. It's that communication with your spouse that is so important. So that's another area that I would say is one of the bigger challenges that we've attempted to tackle. Where, where do couples get in trouble then? I mean, uh, well, the way you just uh, framed it, it almost sounds like it's a wonder we all stay married um, with uh, coming together with all the different backgrounds and mm-hmm. income levels and perceptions and 
And by the way, the divorce rates would suggest that most of us do not stay Mm -hmm. uh, together. But uh, where do couples get in trouble? And is finances a major issue there? Yeah. And it's actually what I tell couples when I counsel is, you know, it's, it's not money. It's your lack or your inability to be able to communicate um, and relate to each other around money. That I think is the number one issue that couples uh, struggle with. And it, and it typically that I've found does obviously some things start early in the marriage, but it's as time goes on, as habits become some, in some cases, bad habits, communication stops, the, you're, you're, you're starting to, to maybe hide what you're spending a little bit, just starts a little bit and kind of grows from there. Or one, uh, one spouse is more domineering over another and talking about money just becomes difficult. And then you many times will throw kids into that mix and, and you've got the stresses that we have in our daily life. And that to me is really where the, when you're not working together, uh, you, you know, you're supposed to be teammates. You're, you're, you know, um, that's the goal is to be teammates. When you're not teammates and you're working separately, um, it, it's a relationship that's, that's a struggle. I had a, a couple um, a while back where I met with, I, I will, I refuse to meet with just one spouse. I both need to be there. I mean, if a spouse is going to ask me a few financial questions, that's fine. But if it's true counseling and coaching, then they both need to be there. And I and I won't do that unless they're both present because it's not going to do them any good uh, to, to, for me to give one spouse all of the information and somehow it doesn't relate to the other spouse. They're not there. They can't hear it. They can't be a part of it. They feel left out. And um, and this one couple, I, the, I mean, she said, straight out. This is not my problem. It's his problem. And I want you to meet with him. And I said, I, I, it's not just his problem. You are married. This is a, this is a team, you know, your team together, you're you're called by God to be able to grow together. And you can't do that if you're separate. So, so it really becomes important. And that's why we put so much emphasis on the personality piece. That is just a critical part because you need to be able to understand that, that we're each uniquely wired, we're each uniquely gifted. And instead of thinking, well, he's doing this to me or she's doing this to me, they just think or behave differently than I do. And when you think about it that way, when you talk about it that way, it becomes more of a conversation that you're coming from it from the same page versus, you know, the the anger and the resentment that can that can build over time. It's just I married someone in many cases, 80% of the time, based on a lot of the conversations I've had, someone who is different than I am. I mean, that's that, that's really a key part of it. Did you personally experience um, financial conflict uh, at any time in your marriage? Was that something you had to work through, you and your wife? Oh, absolutely. Uh, in fact, Tanya and I were talking about this um, the other day, uh, she uh, and I are, we think very differently regarding money. Um, and and that really came out early in our marriage where she's much more spontaneous and instinctive and I'm much more analytical. And while we're both somewhat cooperative personality types, um, I found that, that I was actually becoming more and more assertive with her over time because I'm like, she's just not getting this. She's not understanding this. And it's not that she didn't understand it. 
It's that she just thinks differently than I do. And, and mm. that is a wake up call. When we were uh, talking over time after five or six years and our kids started to come to the equation and, it, you know, I, it, we have a limited amount of money. We're just starting out. And I, I said, Tanya, I just don't understand. Um, I, I don't understand why you're not getting this. And she's like, Mike, I don't think about this the same way that you do. You need to understand that. It's not that I'm not wanting to do it or I'm not smart enough to do it. It's that I, I think about this differently. And so that really spurred, along with a lot of the other conversations I had had with couples, this, this understanding that we are all uniquely wired and that our gifts, you know, God talks about them, our body and how we each, each part of the body builds to, you know, builds together to, to form um, you know, a whole human being, right? And that's a marriage is two coming together as one. And that it's an amazing thought process because when you recognize it that way, you realize you have the basis covered if you're different, but you have to respect the other person's point of view. So this is really a, this is a huge paradigm shift and reframing the issue where often and I think we know the number one, uh, when it comes to divorce, the you know the top issue is money. Mm-hmm. Uh, money is is huge when it comes to these relational difficulties. And uh, what you're saying is, it's not that he or she, you know, is uh, out. You know, your your spouse or your significant other is out to get you, or just doesn't understand money. Uh, they don't understand how you see money and how you relate to money. And likewise, you don't understand how they see money and how they relate to money based upon their uh, temperament, personality. And uh, this is really how you're trying to uh, address the issue is to help bring that communication to a level of understanding. And once there's understanding, then there can be um getting the team back in the marriage uh, and moving forward. That's exactly right. I mean, it's a lot of the discussions we have today, very good productive discussions on, on the issue of diversity and understanding that people are different. And, and in our, in our marriage, a lot of times I had one couple uh, who happened to be the same personality type and uh, they were both what we call cruise directors, which is my wife's personality type, very instinctive, cooperative, uh, they, they both were in a seminar and they realized they were both personality types. They were sitting together. I break people up into their groups. And for the first time ever, many times couples are looking across the room saying, oh, I get it. You know, this pretty, and the, now I understand what, why it is we are not on the same page. This couple was sitting together and uh, they said, oh, we're in trouble, aren't we? <laughs> I said, well, you're not in trouble. I said, but I bet you don't fight much over money. They said, we never, ever fight over money. And it's because they're they're both again cooperative nature and both uh, more spontaneous. But we don't fight, but we're in trouble. And I said, this is where bringing someone else around you that's different from you um, that can help you is so important. Diversity is important, and in a marriage, a lot of times um, you you've got so many dynamics going on, and and the the monetary part of that. But mo- a lot of people out there feel inferior when it comes to managing money. They feel that they are not, they have no strengths at all. And that's not true. Um, Cruise directors 
have strengths just like litigators have strengths, but they're very different strengths. And, and, and I tell, you know, the, the thing about one personality type, the litigators are more assertive and analytical is, you know, I talk to them about, you know, you, you can tend to be very controlling and overbearing and you don't recognize that your spouse, who is maybe more on the cooperative side or less analytical, they bring a lot to the table that, that you don't. And it's, it's important for you to understand that. And I, it really opens up everyone's eyes to the value of being, um, being your unique God-given self. That, that is mm. so important. And that, that's really why, why we created this, because that was not happening with a lot of people that I was talking to early on in the ministry. And, you know, I think, um, of course, from a, from a Grace Ministries perspective, um, we think it, it really, uh, it, it starts with understanding uh, for a person to really move forward and walk free, uh, it starts with an understanding of who they were how they've learned to cope and and make life work, uh, and then understanding the truth and the fact that as a believer, that they that that old self uh, died with Christ, uh, was buried and was raised up a new creation, raised up brand new, and that they are in a relationship uh, with God that is never going to fail, that God loves them, God accepts mm-hmm. them, they're valued, uh, they have a brand new identity, uh, and they can learn to walk out of that identity. Uh, but part of the journey, in fact, the entire journey is really uncovering the lies that they've believed about them, uh, themselves, their spouse, others, life, uh, unraveling the lies they've believed about who God is. Um, and replacing that with the truth of who he really is uh, and who they are in him and walking out of that uh, and walking in freedom. And I think the same goes uh, as that foundation is is understanding this idea of money, understanding, understanding the truth about money, the reality of money. Money isn't sin. Mm-hmm. There, people would say, "Oh, money is the root." No, money is not the root of all evil. Uh, that is a misquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is That's not exactly right. Uh, mm-hmm. And but in, in understanding how to relate, uh, especially in a marriage, relate to our spouse in love, which we're called to walk in love. How do we do that? Well, we walk in understanding of one of another, and that's or one with another, and that's what you're really attacking uh, and addressing. Uh, let me ask you this: If I Put that in a box for a second, and I ask you, uh, are there some top money issues, you know, that, and maybe the the words may trigger fear in certain people, but are there top issues that you see uh, that need to be addressed, but need to be addressed from a, um, a, a track of understanding one another, but nonetheless, those money issues still exist. Is there a list of those? There are. Uh, you know, monetary and ongoing um, you know, issues tend to come up over and over in conversations between spouses. And I will tell you, you know, it's not a money issue, but I mean, the number one issue obviously is 
communication. You got to talk about it. You've got to you've got to sit down and discuss. And uh, and if you can do that, you got half the half the battle won because by talking and again by understanding each other. You know the number one uh, issue. Um, well, the overarching number one issue, obviously, is not a, a misunderstanding of stewardship. stewardship. Stewardship meaning, yeah, that I don't, I don't own it. God owns it. Uh, there's a even in you know the Christian circles, and certainly within the secular world, uh, there there's no understanding of that. That it's really not mine. That God owns it. And I think that when you have that that um, that understanding, then the conversations take on a little bit of a different. Uh, a different bent. You're you're not you know holding on with both fists. You're or you're opening your fists, and you know stewardship means you're to be a good steward. It it doesn't mean you're just to say, well, you know, I don't own it, so I'm not uh, not really going to manage it. No, God calls you to to manage His resources. So that understanding of stewardship, and with that, um, the amount of debt that just chokes us out. Um, mm. It's amazing. The uh, that that uh, companies out there, that organizations out there, will basically give you debt until you are about to tip over. The amount of t- of money that it takes to satisfy just paying minimum payments, while you're you know you think about you know giving. Well, I can't give. I don't. I, I don't have any any money to be able to give. I can't, I can't support other people. I need. We're, we're so much is going to our debt. Well, I can't save. You know, there's no saving or investing. And so you, you're you on this hamster wheel. And a lot of times debt is the culprit. It's 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 important. You know, I'm not saying that credit is bad. It, it, it's not. Yeah. In um, fact, let, let me ask you, because sure. that's um, that was huge for a while that, uh, hey, I am now, you know, consumer debt free and I have my mm-hmm. thumb under my armpit and I'm like, or under my, <laughs> under whatever. And I'm saying, yeah, I'm debt free. And that therefore I am more spiritual and God really likes me more. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's uh it, there's, that's where pride seeps in. Right. And, mm. and uh, look at, look at me. I'm I, uh, and, and, you know, I, I, there are ministries out there in business out there. Dave Ramsey's one of them who really goes to the extreme on don't ever even have a credit card. If you're holding a hotel room, just use a debit card, which is in my opinion, not a good idea um, because right. there's a lot of factors that go into that. But the point being that, you know, the, the idea is good. Yeah. Pay off your mortgage, but uh, over time, because that is a very, that, that, that certainly very positive. But the fact that, you know, um, if I have, some credit card debt. I'm to do nothing. I'm not to have any fun until all of it is, you know, paid off. For some people, again, while well, I'm going back to personalities because that's what I feel very strongly about. For some people, that can work, but you can't tell a cruise director that. Or what's going to wind up happening is they're not going to have a plan. They're going to get frustrated within about two weeks, and they're going to just it's going to get worse because they're mm. completely. They're completely um, struggling with someone telling them to do something that doesn't fit for them. So that this issue of debt and debt repayment is important. It is a it's a major issue with, uh, with student loan debt now, with credit card debt, with personal loans, home mortgage. I mean, personal loans to other people. It, it and and it I call it the boiled frog analogy. I actually use this 
in our in our workbook um, that you know the the discussion is right. If you have a frog and you uh, you throw him or her into a, a boiling pot of water, they'll jump out because they'll sense danger and they'll get out of that pot. Um, but if you take a frog and you put them into a pot of cool water and you slowly turn up the heat, they'll slowly it'll get hotter, 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 but they won't realize it until they basically die. Um, and the, 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 the vision of that or what that's trying to say is I see that happening in relationships when it comes to debt because it starts out slowly, then it builds. Oh, we can get this. We can get that. We can get this. We're not planning. And all of a sudden, it's just taking over our life. And now those 0% cards that I got before, I can't get those anymore. They're happy to give them to you when you mm-hmm. you know don't have debt. But when you have a lot, all of a sudden, you've got all of this. And it, it, it can happen so insidiously. And then that's where the struggles and the, the, the frustrations within couples happen. Because you've, you know, the, this has really grown. A lot of the issues you mentioned about divorce, you know, many of those couples have rung up a lot of debt and it's become a major source of frustration in their marriage. And I think what we want to encourage everybody is that you're no better in God's eyes or no worse with debt or no debt. As a believer, you're loved, accepted, and valued 100% period. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Life is life. Debt is debt. And it's a whole heck of a lot easier if you minimize the debt and get rid of the debt. Your mm-hmm. life on this planet is going to be better. We'll That's just right. tell you that. It's not a matter of value before God. It's not a matter of you being a, a more spiritual or less spiritual Christian. That doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a matter of how do you want to live this life that God's given you and how do you want to steward the resources that God's given you. And uh, something that uh, we're going to talk about some more on uh, uh, another episode coming up. Uh, But in fact, we're going to talk about in uh, more detail this idea around some of these personalities. Would you um, just give us a quick teaser, just name, don't even describe them, but just name the personality uh, personalities as you have defined them. And this is what has come out of your own research and your own working with couples and, and individuals over the, over the years. And you've developed a system uh, and um, some traits to identify these personalities. And uh, would you just, just name them? And we're going to talk a bit more detail about those uh, in our next podcast. Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, so there are, and, and we'll get into this uh, later as well, but there are four personality types, four distinct personality types. There's the cruise director, which I mentioned is my wife. She falls into the cruise director category. There is the statesman, which is my personality type. There is the race car driver. And then there is the litigator. And these four personality types um, are going to be fleshed out a little bit more and kind of the uh, describe, if you will, uh, or we will talk about on our next podcast, kind of what are the, the, um, what are the key indicators or traits of these personality types 
and and talk about what Storing Treasures is doing uh, to help move someone toward understanding and toward walking free financially. And that's what we want uh, for you. So uh, everyone uh, just continue to just buckle up. It's coming. We got more coming uh, on this one. Get ready uh, on the next episode. Uh, you know, I always have the tagline for this podcast, which is to, you might want to consider to that it's time to uh, stop talking and start walking. And um, sometimes, you know, it's time to stop walking and start talking. And, uh, and that may be uh, very appropriate when it comes to this topic, because you may be walking in a very wrong direction uh, when you're not communicating well, especially if you're married or you're thinking about marriage or you're in a relationship or you're just making decisions that are impacting your life in a negative or very challenging way. So on this one, I may encourage you to stop walking for a moment and start asking the questions. Am I making wise decisions about my finances? Do I even know what questions to ask? Do I know the why behind what I am doing If you don't, stay tuned on our next episode, and we're going to talk about that at that time. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.